0: To warm your Monday morning, we're joined by folks from the Willimantic Police Department today. I am delighted to be joined today by the Chief, Paul Hussey, back with us, along with Lieutenant Matthew Solak and Lieutenant Doug Glode. Gentlemen, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. And, Chief, let's get to job one, and jobs are the issue here. A recent news article cites that getting officers in police departments is a statewide problem. What is the problem that you're having right now, in the Willamette police department
1: uh, we hi good morning Wayne. um we're we're having trouble um getting applicants to uh to even apply at this point um and i think due to uh recent media coverage reforms and the pandemic um we're getting it's just part of the part of the reasons why um we're also having more officers retire um so um what we're what we're looking to do is um Start start a program to start to educate people on how to um, become a police officer. A lot of a lot of our candidates are uh, college uh, graduates, in some cases either associates or bachelors. But um, there is a Connecticut has a very stringent process, and um, I don't know if you've seen the recent WFSB article. Eighty seven percent of. Um, Police chiefs polled in the state of Connecticut are having the exact same problem. Um, so we uh, that's what we want to talk about today. We want to get more young people out there to, uh, to apply and um, bring up our numbers.
0: And one of the challenges, Lieutenant Doug Glode, is that, as you continue to look for more applicants, you can't lower your standards. So maybe just address the fact, what are the standards? What do people have to meet to become an officer in the willamette Police Department?
2: Well, it's quite a process to be a police officer, but in the state of Connecticut, you have to do a background check. And I'll only hit on a couple of the key points, but a background check is one. The psychological exam is the other and a polygraph is another, and the the agility test. So we lose quite a few applicants in the agility test part of it, and then the psychological test is next, and we lose another half, and then the polygraph. So, you know, we, last uh, hiring process about two months ago, we gave five conditional offers of employment. We ended up hiring one because the other four failed one of those uh, pieces of the process.
0: So, Doug, are you telling me that if I applied, it would be the agility test that would pretty much have it so I wouldn't qualify? I say that tongue-in-cheek. I don't plan on applying today. However, tell me more about that agility test. What components are in it? Well, there's only four
2: components. There's a 300-meter sprint. There's a mile-and-a-half run. There's a sit-up portion and a push-up portion. And... At our age, myself and you, we our standards are completely different. So the older you get, the lower the standards go. So at twenty-one it's it's the highest standards. And most of our applicants are between the age of twenty one and thirty, so they have to pass that portion and like I said, quite a few fail that portion.
0: So you pass the agility test at the age of twenty-five. Do you have to take an agility test at 30 and 35 and 40 or later on? Or once you passed it at a younger age, is that good for the rest of your career? It is good for the rest of your
2: career, but we have standards at the Willamette Police Department, so it's an optional thing to take the agility test every year for the Willamette Police Department. But once you're in and you're certified as a police officer, there's no state standard for um, police departments.
0: Lieutenant Matt Solak, good to have you back on the air once again with us, and how has the job of being a police officer changed since you joined the force?
3: Hi, good morning, Wayne. Um, I've been here in Willamette for just about 17 years, and I've really seen a a broad sea change in what the police departments, you know, statewide, not only here in the city, are being asked to do, and it's both a, a, a good and a Uh, a challenging portion because as has been discussed a lot in recent media police departments and police officers are being asked to do a lot of social service and substance use and homeless outreach and crisis uh, all of that, that type of stuff and that makes for really interesting experiences but to adequately address a lot of those community concerns you need police officers that have specific attributes and just like Lieutenant Lode was talking about in the academy process, you're being trained on all the skills you need, but we're really looking for a workforce that's going to come in with the attributes of empathy, compassion, intellectual curiosity, all these things that we think make really good police officers that can give us a really diverse workforce. For just one example, here in Willomantic we had the first police-assisted recovery program in Wyndham County, which started in 2018. It takes a certain type of police officer to be able to handle those substance use calls. Secondly, this is our second year partnering with Eastern Connecticut State University on the Social Work Intern Program, where we work alongside social work students and social workers to handle mental health and substance use related complaints. Again, it takes a a very unique type of officer to work within those environments, and that's really the workforce that we want to attract into our department.
0: And Chief Paul Hussey, how many officers is the Willamette Police Department down now, and how does that affect the overall operation of the department? Are there things that the town wants you to provide that you can't because numbers are short?
1: So we haven't reached that point. Um, We're currently down five officers. We've been down more in the past um, due to injuries or, or military leave and what have you, people retiring. But um, we uh, so we've been able to uh, keep the ship afloat, so to speak. Um, But we could come to uh, we could face with with the with the lack of uh, applicants. We could face um, you know a critical point in which in which case we may not be able to provide all those services.
0: If you're short-staffed and you have a problem, can you call Eastern Police, Yukon Police, or the State Police for assistance?
1: Yes, we can. We have mutual aid agreements with, with other departments throughout the state. However, um, they're all in the same boat as we are. We, they're all facing the same uh, recruitment issues.
0: So exactly who are you looking for? What are the qualifications of being an officer? We talked about that a bit with Lieutenant Glode earlier this morning. But one thing I'm curious about, do you necessarily have to be a Wyndham resident or a Willamantic resident? Or is this job pool open to anybody?
1: Uh, it's open to anybody. We we um, we we've hired people from out of state. Um, in our in our probably within the last year, we've hired, we've hired an applicant from Massachusetts. Um, we get a lot of um, college students from UConn and Eastern that apply that are, are from out of state as well. So we don't we don't we don't worry about that. We just look for. Um, well, a lot of a lot of what we're looking for is we're looking for somebody who's had some volunteer work, somebody who's got educational background, and um, and or military experience, or both.
0: Lieutenant Gload, if someone does apply and wants to become a member of the Willamantic Police Department, do they have to go to the police academy, or once they are hired, how do they learn the rules of the road as far as being an officer in Willamantic?
2: So once they get through all our processes, they're hired. They're hired by us. They go to either the police academy in Meriden, or where we have one recruit right now, and we have another recruit at the Harford Police Academy, the satellite. So there's quite a few satellite um, academies throughout the state. We're lucky to get one of our officers in the Harford process, and that's about a six month process at the academy. And then there's another three-month process for field training. So by the time we start hiring these recruits to when they're finished and on their own, it takes up to about a year before we can actually use them.
0: And then once you are a member of the Willamette Police Department, are the lessons that you learned in those prior stops, the academy, for example, Are there refresher courses over the course of time? Do you get reminded of proper police procedure every six months, every year, or the like? There's training
2: constantly with us. Refresher, give a refresher, a week refresher every three years that you're required to keep up your certification. But we're always providing training, um, classes at the Willamette Police Department, classes at the Police Academy. So there's always constant training provided to the officers.
0: How grueling or difficult is that six month course at the police academy?
1: Well, I, I can say that um, from, from my experience quite a few years ago, almost 26 now, um, so your day pretty, pretty much when it was, before it went we're virtual, we're talking uh, when everybody attended and slept overnight there, Monday through Friday, you had physical fitness, an hour of physical fitness in the morning, classes throughout the day. Um, obviously you have breakfast, lunch and dinner there, and um, you're required to wear a uniform and um, attend all the, all the necessary classes. And you're given uh, study time and then, there's, then there was lights out. You weren't allowed to leave the campus. Um, so it was, it was kind of a uh, paramilitary atmosphere. Uh, there were inspections in your room, your uniform, and so on and so forth. So um, a lot of that's changed as well um, because of virtual learning now. Um, but um, I think Hartford's just, this class just started out in person and then had to go virtual because of the numbers. Uh, Post has done the same thing in Meriden from time to time. So that, that has uh, changed quite a bit.
0: And Lieutenant Matt Solak, you touched on conversations with the area universities and colleges starting a workforce development pathway. Tell me more about how that works. A student is in college, how do they get exposed to what is needed and is a career choice with Willamette police?
3: Great. Thank you for that question, Wayne. There's there's not a lot of specifics I can say about it because it still is such in a exploratory phase. But speaking to the point that the chief just mentioned looking at wanting to develop a really sustainable workforce. And I can just give you one example. I can't hire an officer on Monday, make him a field training officer on Wednesday, and then promote them to sergeant on a Friday. It doesn't work like that. Those processes are five, seven, ten years typically for someone to go through those phases of an officer. So one of the projects that we're exploring with some local area universities It's to develop a workforce development class, much the same way that you might see a a vocational or a technical training class at a community college or something like that, that reaches out and tries to attract and grab candidates into the process of being a police officer. And I've always maintained that some of the best cops that we have here are people that never would have thought about being police officers, people that come into this job, uh, you know, second career or graduate college with a degree and they decide that they want to work in law enforcement. I mean, we have a really diverse workforce here, and that's only to our benefit. So reaching out and grabbing candidates that might not have ever thought of going into law enforcement and saying, hey, here's a class, here's a training program, come in and train with us and and talk with us, and really trying to use that as a progressive way to attract only the best candidates here in Willimantic."
0: And taking that a step further, Chief Hussey, never a better time than for women and minorities to become members of the Willamette Police Department.
1: Yes, definitely, Wayne. And so we want to try to get this program to um, educate everybody who applies so that we could we can uh, show them, hey, this is what you're going to face in the oral interview. This is what you're going to face for the physical fitness test and better prepare them. We, Like I said, we have um, people that have all the educational requirements, but then take the exam, per se, or the oral exam, and, and aren't prepared because it's a different type of exam than they took, say, in college. So um, we're hoping that this, this getting this program going uh, will attract women, minorities, um, and just boost up our numbers um, of qualified applicants.
0: And again, this is a statewide problem, but of course the hometown police departments having an issue with staffing as well. But Lieutenant Doug Glode, the Willamette Police Department does have a very competitive compensation package. Tell me more about that. So we do.
2: So the town helped us out this last contract and dropped our pension from 25 years to 20 years. Um, so that's an incentive to come here and also retains officers that's already here that are looking to go for a better compensation, better package. You know, we're when I first started, we were probably one of the um, lowest paid in the state, and now we're no longer. We're certainly not the most paid in the state, but we're competitive with other local police departments around the area. So, you know, we have a great vacation, partial education, um reimbursement if you want to continue your education. So we're, we're up there. We have a lot of units here, detectives, the uh, special reaction team, the canines. Um, so we're pretty advanced for a small police department, and we hoping, uh, we're hoping that helps out in recruiting people.
0: All right, now that we have the attention of potential candidates, Chief Hussey, how does someone get more information and or apply to be a Willamette police officer?
1: Well, we have an open-door policy. Uh, we're constantly recruiting. Uh, whether I'm walking about uh, in town with uh, one of the lieutenants here, we've, we've recruited people that way. Uh, we have an open-door policy. Come in and see us at the police department. You can also go to the LEC to take the uh, written exam. Um which is out of Norwich, and go online to their website. Um, police app is what we use for, um, there's also, uh, Connecticut Police Chiefs Association also offers an exam process, and we, um, we do our applications through police app. But um, come down, uh, meet with us. Um, we've had open houses, we'll, we'll be at doing some of those shortly uh, to attract applicants. We also, you know, you can come down and ride along uh, for a couple hours on a shift um, and and see what it's like. And, uh, you know, we we welcome everybody um, to come down and see us.
0: Statewide shortage of police officers, including right here in Romantic, Willimantic. That's Chief Paul Hussey, Lieutenant Doug Glode, Lieutenant Matthew Solak joining us this morning. Gentlemen, thanks very much. Hope we get some applicants for you.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you.
0: 14 WILI Willimatic and 95.3 FM.